Okay, guys, welcome to another episode of the JRE Review. Today, it's Miss Pat's episode 1312. Miss Pat's been on before. She's an hilarious stand-up comic, and not only that, a hell of a character. It has had the most unbelievable start in life uh, in, in a really kind of sad way. And uh, Joe talks about it on the on the podcast and, and mentions how sometimes he just thinks about what she's been through. And I remember the same thing, listening to her the first time. It's popped into my head at different times, like just some of the stuff that she's gone through. It's it's just so extraordinary and crazy and how she's turned it around to be so funny and so chill and just such a cool person. It's, it's absolutely fantastic. Anyway, um, yeah, let's start the review. So very, very funny Miss Pat. Um, if you guys are not familiar with her stand-up, uh, even after listening to Joe's podcast with her, definitely check it out. There's some great stuff on YouTube, really worth listening to. She's just so funny. The way she just controls the crowd, she's just got such a, a presence and she's like such a powerful voice that it just comes right through. And, and she can almost make anything funny. It just so much about her is is uh, designed for a stand-up comedy. Honestly, like her voice is spot on for it. The way she can ramp up her energy, she just makes the silliest connections between things. I really enjoy uh, her a lot. And th- this podcast was no different. Joe was cracking up. It really is one of the funniest um, JREs I've listened to uh, in a very long time. So kind of recapping some of the things that that she'd been through like the first time she was on she talked about how she was like shot through her tit in a drug deal and like all these different kind of crazy things in this one she she brings up more of the same you know that uh she had two kids by the time she was 16 um and had them with a married man who wasn't taking care of them or her uh she was selling drugs very young which was just pretty awful also when she got older someone she knows left their kids with miss pat so she's been raising these other kids uh which she you know tongue-in-cheek calls them her crack babies she loves them to death i know it seems like a, a shocking thing to say to but I don't think she says it to them. She just references them. And, and she took them on a Disney cruise recently. So she's really doing what she can to make sure that her kids and the people around her don't have to have the same kind of life that she did. And that's so admirable and just so wonderful. And you hear it in her voice. I really thought so. It really comes across as like she's, you know, instead of hating the people that wronged her, which is, you know, always our immediate reaction she decided to forgive them and love them in a sense and then and then bring that love to everyone else around her and if that doesn't inspire you then you you're watching the wrong channel because that to me is just amazing that you can turn that much hate and frustration into into something good and i mean she even talks about the rest of her childhood she would like do uh, some dog fighting for candy she had a little dog, and they'd fight, and then fight other dogs, and then she'd get get, uh, get some candy. I mean, she was 
She was only a little girl. She didn't know any better. And a little girl in a tough situation, tough upbringing, tough neighborhood. I mean, things must have looked really, really confusing. I mean, very, very difficult. But, the, you know, like I said, the, 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 the sad parts of all these conversations were bro- broken up with just hilarious comments. I mean, I could, I could barely keep up. She she was talking so quickly and just so hilarious. She just controlled. I mean, D- Joe didn't really need to do anything. Just sit there and say, you know, you're wonderful and I and it's so inspiring that you got out of this and and that sort of thing. Well, she talks a little bit now about living in a white neighborhood now that she, you know she has money and um, she lives in a, a more white neighborhood. And some of the differences, cultural differences that she points out, are really fascinating. They're very funny too. Uh, she, when she gets into having it out with her son's friends about, um, smoking pot and then, um, I guess some like nude photos that were passed around the way she handles it it just sounds, it's so hilarious. I mean, it's, it's unbelievable, but the contrast that I really found fascinating is her mother told her when she was brought up that white people are better than her. So she had been afraid of them. Like, during her childhood, a teen years, she was afraid of, you know, white people. And, like, she would walk past them with her head down. That's awful to think that any person or group of people would think that they would need to do that to anyone else. That's really sad. It really is. And it's uh, it's so nice that, obviously, she's able... Like, she doesn't do that now, and she's able to pass that message on to her kids and be like, look, we're all the fucking same, you know? It's... uh. What a contrasting life her kids get to have over what she had to go through. And Joe even asked her what she would change about her past, if she would change anything. And she said, no, I don't think so. It's what shaped me. It's like a no regret feeling, and a, you know, thought process. And I love that. It's like, yeah, it was all difficult. It was all awful. It all felt horrendous. But, you know, this is a lot of times how we grow. Some people, you know, when they say it doesn't kill you, it makes you stronger. Sometimes it does kill you, though. Sometimes people kill themselves when their life sucks that bad. But if you can make it through it, you know, and and now she just makes this stuff funny. She turns all these stories into hilarious jokes. And if that's not a great way to do therapy, I don't know what is. I mean, that should be a lesson for a lot of people going through trauma. If you can somehow make a joke out of it. You know, not to make light of it and not to say that it wasn't awful. But if you personally could turn it into a funny story, you're definitely able to work through it for sure. Um, I've kind of thought of that for myself and my own stand up because it's something I do and pursue. And we're always trying to write stories of the funniest things, like the funniest things we can think of that happened. And but then maybe that's not the way. Maybe it's more important to pick like the most traumatic things that happen to you and find what's funny in them. It's definitely empowering and it would definitely have shock value. So it, it's got and it's truthful. So it does hit a lot of the elements of, of stand up comedy. Maybe that's something I should think more about. So thank you, Miss Pat. You've inspired me there. I appreciate it for sure. She did talk about. The, some of the people that wronged her, especially when when she was younger, she was molested and some other things. And she wanted she wanted for the longest time an apology for it, which makes sense, right? You would you think that you would. It's probably still people I think about wanting an apology from. 
but uh, she wasn't getting it, and she decided, you know what, I'm not gonna, I'm not gonna just sit there and be a victim of this. I'm gonna forgive. I'm gonna forgive them, so I can like wash my hands of it, and that's what she did. And that's such a powerful message and and really nice and probably allowed her to make a lot of ground forward, I would imagine. And and even with everything that she went through aside, she's now able to to work on those relationships. Like when she had her youngest daughter, she was still very young too because I think she was pregnant at like 12 or 13 or something. So she was still selling drugs at her kids school which is nuts but she's like this is what i do she didn't know any better she was just trying to figure things out but to now be able to come back and apologize and work with her daughter and build that relationship i guess her daughter now lives with her in atlanta or near her and they're they're strengthening that relationship while at the same time she's doing all the stand-up comedy you know and and really pushing her career I think even getting a TV show, or she may already have one, it's it's really impressive. She's come so far, and uh, it's it's very very inspiring. I'm kind of going on about the inspiration, but it's there. It's really important, and not only that, I'm a big fan of her comedy. I mean, she's just a, an hilarious fucking person. But when you hear the rest of this dialogue, you realize how important she is. But yeah, check it out. You know, listen to this podcast. If you already have, then, then you know, hit me up. Let me know what you think. I always love hearing from you guys and gals. And uh, yeah, I really appreciate the downloads as always. Thanks, guys. Peace.